I'm Shachar Azani, and this is a JBS special coming to you all the way from Israel. Recently, the International Board of Ben & Jerry's in Vermont announced that they will not be selling Ben & Jerry's ice cream in what they termed in their statement the Occupied Palestinian Territories. The move was a direct result of efforts of years of efforts by the anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist boycott movement. The movement has been working tirelessly to undermine the very existence of the Jewish state on a variety of levels, to create boycotts on Israel on the academic level, the cultural level, the economic level, and any other level that's possible, in order to pull the rug underneath the very existence of Israel. It's been calling for the right of return by millions of Palestinians into Israeli territory and has also been working to sever ties of coexistence between ordinary Israelis and Palestinians. When the International Board announced that they will be continued to work within Israel, some elements within the boycott movement expressed disappointment, claiming that the entirety of Israel is an occupied Palestinian territory. To dive deeper, into the meaning of the efforts to boycott Israel here. We are at the Ben & Jerry's factory in the south of Israel to discuss this flavor of factory with the CEO and the franchisee, Avi Zinger, and to learn more, not just about his efforts to counter the boycott, but more importantly, about the nature of the operation running here and the values upon which it's based. Join me in his office. Avi, it's such a pleasure to be here at Ben & Jerry's factory in Israel, in the south of Israel, and in your office. You cannot mistake it for being non-Non & Jerry's. How are you today? First of all, welcome. I'm okay, consider the situation. Uh, you know, we're going through a major crisis. So, you know, before the crisis, I want to ask you a little bit about your work and Ben & Jerry's. You've been working in Israel for how long? More than 35 years now. Uh, you know, we started with scoop shop, another scoop shop. How, how did it work? Tell me, how, how did you get to bring Ben & Jerry's from the U.S. to Israel? Oh, it's, it's a very long story, I don't know. Tell me, uh, tell us a little bit. No, I, 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 I met Ben and uh, little, you know, it's, it's a really long story and uh, I convinced him that I want to go back to Israel. I used to live in the U.S. at that time, that I, I want to come back to Israel and uh, Ice cream quality at that time was really poor and uh, you know one thing led to the other and uh, I came here and I started this whole... You actually met Ben from Ben yeah. & Jerry's and you convinced them that you wanted to bring their brand to Israel. Yeah. Why? Was ice cream always... No, yeah, you know I, I used to go skiing in Vermont, I used to live in New York and uh, Ben & Jerry's was like uh, more or less in the beginning and I love ice cream and I love their ice cream and I figure wow if I could bring such a good ice cream to Israel it would be fantastic for, for everybody and for me of course and uh, what did they think of the idea at the time when you told them you want to bring the ice cream to Israel what was their reaction you know everything was so innocent it, it was not like a business uh, decisions to say you know, he's a nice guy, if he wants to, why not, I guess. And uh, because they are great people. And uh, that's it, I started one scoop shop, another scoop shop, another scoop shop, small manufacturing. You know, step by step, one truck, two trucks, supermarkets, uh, and on and on and on. And the rest is history. Where, where was the factory at the beginning? Getting started a very small factory, not too far from Tel Aviv. 
Then we moved to Yavne, which was for us like uh, huge, huge uh, facilities. And about 12 years we ago, we moved uh, here. Wow. Yeah. And what has been the Israeli public's reaction to Ben and Jerry's ice cream over the years? Like how big a share do you hold of the Israeli market today and how has it grown over the years? No, we, 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 for years we were a very, very small niche in the market because uh, people really were not used to the, the, the kind of ice cream, you know, it's 100% uh, natural, it's high butterfat, uh, fresh cream, so you know, people wasn't, were not used to, to it, but little by little the standards came up, people are traveling more, and uh, we became more and more popular. Actually, today we are uh, almost 50% of the market share of, uh, you know, the pint, the home packaging. 50%? Uh, 49.3%, which is unbelievable. Right. And because uh, this is considered to be a premium ice cream, premium product in the Israeli market, how did that happen? That fifty percent of that market share is held by Ben and Jerry's. What did you do to make it happen? First of all, we don't have competition. The ice cream is so good, so it speaks for itself. But uh, uh, since all the other companies always are looking at us and trying to get the market share from us. We decided at one point that uh, you know we have to compete, and uh, we came out with uh, discount prices. And as we grew, uh, we say, you know what? Instead of uh, investing money in all kind of uh, advertising campaign, we rather give it to our customers. And uh, so we, 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 for years, we are trying to keep the, you know, the the price very attractive. And when you come to, you know, uh, value for money, we are so much better than everybody else. And uh, people realize that, that, you know, the best they can get is uh, Ben and & Jerry's. Uh, and, and how has your relationship been over the years with Ben & Jerry's in the U.S.? With Ben, Jerry, Unilever, whomever was in control of the brand in the United States. Describe the relationship again over the years. Always very good relationship. Uh, I love all of them, and uh, it's 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 uh, it became over the years. It's it's more than a business relationship. Nothing to do with business. It's like family, you know. And it's not only for me. You know, for, for all the employees here, uh, they go to sleep, but they wake up in the morning, 100% uh, Ben and Jerry's. You know, it's. Uh, uh, Everybody is committed to the brand, committed to the values, committed to everything, you know, to so make all, the best. All best. in all, your employees have been with you for a long time? Most of them are uh, long-time employees. You know, if you go here in the office uh, along the right. line, it's uh, 28, 15, uh, 16, uh, 20, you know, very old-timers. So you got loyalty within and loyalty without. Yes, yes. And in, 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 the, in those terms with the United States, have they ever been, I mean, have there ever been issues with, you know, the work conditions or anything, any disagreement with the parent company in the United States? No, we, we never had any disagreement. Uh, the, the, the only problems that we always have is uh, pressure from outside, you know. Uh, 
Uh, this is actually what happened now. Let's talk about now. And, and when I say now, it's not really just now. We've seen this pressure on Ben and Jerry's in Vermont for years now. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's nothing you know, that started a week ago or two weeks ago. So describe the process. When was the first time you were um, presented with this, this pressure and what exactly was it? Oh, it actually started, uh, I don't remember exactly, maybe 10 years ago, even more. 10 years. By, you know, by receiving a letter in Vermont uh, from a small group saying, how come you uh, sell in Israel? You know, Israel is uh, apartheid. Israel is, uh, you know, uh, conquered, uh, occupied territories right. and so on. And uh, nobody realized uh, where it's going to lead uh, to. Also, you know, the whole uh, environment, the whole uh, narratives uh, changed over the years. You know, Israel is getting uh, to be more and more the bad uh, uh, country. And uh, over the years, the pressure goes on and on on uh, the company in Vermont. Because uh, Ben & Jerry's is uh, very known for its value, you know, they, 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 they partner with so many organizations to fight uh, any evil that uh, they can fight. And Israel became part of the evil, so obviously they expect uh, Ben & Jerry's to fight against Israel. Right. You have to fight the bad guys and we cast Israel as the ultimate bad guy. So at what, when was the first time they came to you? and asked you about this? Like, did they inquire with you what the situation is, or did they just come and demand that you stop selling in what they call the occupied Palestinian territory? Well, this is, uh, you know, since we are in such good relationships, so I know every time they get pressure, you know, we, we are discussing what is the way to, how, what is the best way to handle it, how right. to, we can take the pressure off, you know. I, on my side, always study the options, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't want to be the one that, uh, that because of him, the company suffers. I, I don't want to do anything bad to, to Ben & Jerry's, definitely not. And, uh, but, but between the, the legal requirements in Israel and uh, be, between the, the, the situation, the, the public situation here, and uh, our position in the market, I was limited, you know. I wish I could do anything, you know, to, to, to solve this uh, problem. So, you know, this is how... Uh, you explain to them, you try to, you know, explain the situation, showcase the factory, its workers, you know, you have work with Palestinians, right? Not just Arab Israelis here, but also interactions with people in the West Bank. Yeah, if, uh, yeah of course, you know, uh, we, we are very active here. And we also, you know, we always try to do it as part of our social mission to, to see how we can uh, uh, support, how we can uh, help, you know, to coexist. And, uh, but apparently it wasn't enough, you know. Uh, the pressure was so bad, and uh, somehow they, they decided that they cannot take it anymore, and uh, they have to take action. I don't know 
what happened at the end because basically they always said and I believe them that they, nobody wants to hurt me. Me, it means not only Avi Zinger, it's, it's you know, the employees here. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is what happened. I, I can see the poster here in your office about, you know, seeds of peace and connecting the future generations of Israelis and Palestinians with ice cream. So, isn't that part of the progressive values that Ben and Jerry's is supposed to stand for? Absolutely. But uh, apparently it wasn't enough, you know. When the pressure goes up, uh, probably they needed somebody to, to sacrifice or whatever. Because at the end of the day, I was trying to come up with all kinds of uh, ideas, but I got the letter saying, Avi, we're not going to continue. Were you surprised when you received the letter from Ben & Jerry's that your franchise, that you not extend, your contract will not be extended beyond 2022? First of all, there was a discussion how we can do, but, but uh, it came up that, you know, at the end of the day, we have the option and the option is not there. There's no option because of many other legal issues here. I don't want to get into it right, right. now. And uh, despite that, they sent me the letter, you know, the Unilever, on, you know, uh, the, the CEO of Benjes on behalf of Unilever, uh, sent me the letter. I, I, I just want to understand for the sake of our viewers, you're talking about Ben & Jerry's is in the United States, as we all know, is perceived to be a progressive company that supports values that, you know, of humanity, etc., etc. You work in an operation that promotes peace, that has cordial relations with Palestinians and Arab Israelis and people in general. This operation supports thousands of people, both in the factory and the distribution networks. And in the name of those progressive values, all of these people may lose their livelihoods. Is that what we're talking about here, Avi? Exactly. And you know, the, the, the sad part is that for so many years, I'm telling everybody that uh, if there will be a perfect world, there will be only one company, it's Ben & Jerry's. You know, the ingredients, the suppliers, the whole chain, you know, it, it, you cannot get any better. And uh, this is what we were doing. You know, we are the only... Tell me. Tell me what makes Ben & Jerry's Israel Ben & Jerry's in your view when it comes to the values and the product and the people. Share a little bit about that. We want to hear. Number one, we use the same ingredients as Ben & Jerry's besides the fresh cream and milk and uh, egg yolk. Uh, and to get it in Israel with all the regulation, with the kosher, uh, with the logistics, it's, it's very, very difficult. It's not like you sit and uh, you order it and it comes. Right. I'll give you an example. The, even sugar, you cannot get the free trade sugar in Israel. So we had to source it all over the world because it's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, fair, fair trade itself, there's no any organization in Israel that is authorized to certify it. So for years, with the help of Avengers in Vermont, we, we were pushing the global organization. And finally, we, they came here to audit us. So this was a major fight. And it cost us so much more, the ingredients. We have to cover for the, the audits the, from Europe, because we are the only 
one in Israel. And on and on, you know, and uh, also our social mission. So, so premium products, the fair trade that you adhere to, and then talk about the social mission. So with the social mission, you know, we're always trying to find ways to localize it. So, you know, we, we usually try to follow the same narratives that Ben & Jerry's is following, but, you know, it's such a different... Uh, Landscape, yeah. Uh, ...situations between Israel. So, so this is what we try to do, you know. So I'll give you an example. Uh, in the UK, they came out with a flavor for Bob Marley. Uh, and and uh, part of the sales went to an uh, organization in Jamaica, a project in Jamaica. And I, uh, I contacted, uh, through Ben & Jerry's, I contacted the, the Mali family and I said, I want to do the same thing, but I want the uh, royalties to go to the Ethiopian community and explain them why it is important and uh, the, the uh, Ethiopian community, for them, Bob Marley is, uh, you know, is a major uh, legend. For so and many for Bob Marley himself, right. Ethiopia was uh, very important. So finally, after a few months, I managed to convince them. And we did fantastic project with the uh, Ethiopian community, like uh, uh, family gardens to, to connect the old generation which is very very far away from the young one because they don't know anything about uh, the modern world so we found that the agriculture puts them together and more you know we, we have also projects like uh, when we did the Seeds of Peace and now we have other projects uh, meet uh, so we, we, we are doing our best for years. Avi you don't get more progressive than this. I still can't understand why would and how come Ben & Jerry's and, to be honest, Unilever International would come to you and say, in the name of progressive values, we are going to do all of these bad things to the thousands of people that are supported, to the progressive causes that you support. I don't get it. Did you not tell them? Do they not understand? How did that even work? What do they tell you when you tell, when you tell them all, this, all the good things that you do? I don't have to tell them. They're familiar with everything that I do. The board was here twice. They know exactly who I am, who are the employees. Those, we... those members of the international board, the, yes. the independent Ben and Jerry's yes. board. And when they visited Israel, when they visited the plant, what did they see? How did they react? First of all, the, the reason for them to visit, they get so much uh, bad news and information on Israel. So I say, you know what? Everybody's telling it's apartheid. Right. Come and see come it and for over. yourself. Right. And when they come here, they meet all the un, you know, extreme anti-Israelist groups. And on the other end, I introduce them to the other side. And the outcome is always, this is a com complex situation. There's no right or left or black or white. You know, it's, it's, com it's very complex. And, uh, but in this situation, uh, probably they, they were with their back to the wall and uh, say, you know what, we have no other choice. And I understand it. I don't understand that there's no other choice. I understand that the, the pressure 
but I would expect them the minimum to do to, to, to anything possible and don't do anything before you did everything possible to make sure that we are okay here. Uh, this is uh, against any value of any legit company in the world. I'm not saying Ben and Jerry's, that the expectations are so much higher. But how can you come to somebody that this is my life, you know, for, for so many years and you know that? How can you come to my... Uh, I couldn't look at my employees, you know, uh, after we got it. You should see what happened here. I mean, what people, happened? What happened? People were completely shocked. I'm not saying uh, only that they were scared that what, what will happen next. People, but I always come and say, look, I am the managers of Israel. You know, I'm, I'm, everybody's behind me. And suddenly they, they, they like they throw me to under the, the under the bus. Uh, so actually it's all of us. So this is the situation. And, 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 and what happened now is that I, I'm out of control because it became a war between the Israeli government and the uh, and Unilever and Ben and Jerry's, yeah. But, but you know, I, the story as you're telling it, you know, with regards to the work that you do and the, the principles upon which you work, and the actual visit, when they were here on the ground and they could see it for themselves, you said something that really touched the core. You said, it's complex. There is a political issue here. There is a dispute. It's complex. What does ice cream have to do with it? Don't ask me. This is, I mean, let's say you boycott the West Bank, the occupied territory, what they call it. What about all the Palestinians? Do they deserve to get a punishment? You know, actually most of the cells in the West Bank goes to the Palestinians. I don't know if, if you go to Rami Levy or any right. other major stores, most of the customers are Palestinians. So... In those Israeli supermarkets yeah, in the West yeah. Bank, right. So why do you punish them? Why do you punish anybody? Why boycott? The same way that people are saying here in Israel, we, we have to boycott Unilever We're in Israel. I said, don't boycott anybody. I don't want to be boycott. I don't want to boycott anybody else. I mean, if there is a factory that is owned by Unilever in Israel, I don't want this, the employees to get hurt because of some uh, political issues in the US. The same as I don't want my employees to get hurt. This has nothing to do, so I tell everyone, don't boycott. I mean, boycott is not the answer to anybody. Boycott is not the answer to Definitely. any, and especially this, I know the movement you're talking about, from my experience in the US of many years, the, the boycott movement does all that it can to undermine not just Israel and its legitimacy, but also efforts of coexistence and building bridges between Israelis and Palestinians. And what's better to build bridges than food? And what's better ice than a, ice cream, the best food? And they come with this decision in the height of Israeli summer, the ice cream season, undermining the very foundation upon which not just Israel stands, but relationship between people. And now we understand, Avi, that we have to do something against it. Because like you said, it's out of your hands. It's spiraling out of control. So what needs to be done? 
by people who are watching us and listening to you who seek to do justice um, upon you and Israel who want the right things to be done, who care to save the, the livelihoods of thousands of people relying on this chain. What could be done, in your opinion? What should they do that's going to be effective in hoping to change and reverse this decision? There's only one thing. Go and tell and put pressure on the management. It's all about the people that make the decision. It's nothing to do with the employees. It's nothing to do with uh, the workers. They can wake up in the morning, they want to do the best. They are the one that uh, they make the decision. The management, if it's Unilever, if it's Ben & Jerry's, mostly Unilever. And uh, you know, I, I heard lately that they say, you know, uh, leaders and uh, managers or whatever, uh, CEOs has to make decisions, even if it's, if it's not, uh, you know, uh, positive decisions. And I'm saying, you're right. But when you make decisions, and following this decision, people are losing their job. People are losing everything that they have, so somebody has to be responsible for that. But it's, very easy, it's very easy to say, to make a decision. But look further and, and see what happened after you made this decision. Who is paying the price? It's not you. You're going to get the bonus at the end of the year. But it's the people that are going to lose their job. People that are working here, giving their heart day after day for years and years and years. And uh, you just dump them because you want to show the people that put pressure on you that you are a leader and you make decisions. But also unjustifiably. I mean, not just unjustified when it comes to the core of this company, but like you alluded to before, it's illegal for you to discriminate. You cannot legally, within the state of Israel, discriminate between consumers of ice cream. It's none of your business as an ice cream manufacturer in Israel to discriminate between people. And what they ask you to do is actually illegal here in Israel. Absolutely. And they know that, and I told them many times, that even if I wanted, I couldn't do it. It's not only discrimination. Because discrimination, I'm not allowed to, do, to, to stop selling to any customer in Israel, wherever he is. If it's in Tel Aviv, or in Haifa, or whatever. Same thing, I cannot uh, deny uh, you know, selling uh, to anybody in uh, East Jerusalem or wherever. So, and then there's a boycott law. I cannot boycott. So, what do you want me to do? To do something illegal? This is what you expect me to do? This is what you want to do? Uh, would you do anything illegal in the UK or in the US? Or would you ask any of would your you franchises to do Would you ask and put it? pressure on anybody to do something illegal? Well, we, I mean, this is, we're talking about uh, the most respectable corporations in the world. This is what you asked me to do? And you put pressure on me? Beside the public issue, as an Israeli, to go to other Israelis and say, guys, I'm not selling you because you live in uh, Jerusalem, because you live wherever you live. True. I mean, this is so unfair. And the behavior to, to, to let me know and tell everybody that they're going 
not to go renew my license. Just like that, after 35 years, this is... Uh, I, I know one thing, this simply cannot be allowed. We have to do all that we can to prevent this from taking place. And the fact that they did it now, I'm hoping will give us, you know, will give people who seek justice and peace enough um, time to work to re reverse the decision. But the statement itself, I want to touch on the bureaucracy for a minute, came actually not from the board itself of Ben & Jerry's International, but from Unilever? Came from uh, Ben & Jerry's CEO, who is, uh, was nominated by Unilever. He's a Unilever employee. So he definitely did it with the uh, approval of uh, Unilever Global, you know, Unilever CEO, whoever. And uh, it has nothing to do with the, with the board. But, but they did mention in the statement that even though they're not selling in the occupied Palestinian territories, they are going to remain in some form in Israel. Some of the you know, elements in the boycott movement came out immediately against that and said, we knew you're not going to go the whole way and boycott the whole of Israel because, because to them, you know, all of Israel is occupied Palestinian territories. But is it really viable for them to... I mean, you've been doing this for 36 years almost. Is it viable for them to simply just switch to another franchisee in Israel? It's not, it's not like you're changing Look, socks. It's, it's, uh, if I would do something wrong, something illegal, anything wrong with the brand, with the quality, I understand. Right. I, I was never wrong. You know, I never did anything wrong, number one. Number two, you know, just to throw that we stay in Israel in some kind of a form, I mean, so tell us what is the, shouldn't you come to me and say, Avi, we want to change the form, we want to do this, you know, and, and, say, and then come out and right. say, listen, we agree with Avi that from now on is uh, going to change the form. I mean, is this the way that a corporation like Unilever is doing business? I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think this is the way to do business. But again, right now, everybody's uh, talking on behalf of me. It's the government, right. it's the prime minister. Right. It's like, it's out of my hand. You mentioned, you know, being active there for so many years. We know the general statements, but has there been a phone call that you received personally from any of the board who know you and who've known you for such a long time? Have you heard from them somehow? Have they called you to ask you how you're doing beyond the official statements? Have you heard from Ben or Jerry? Have you heard from anyone after the official statement or has there been no communication? Anything no. that you can share with us? Just in this I'm sharing session. everything, I have nothing to hide. Number one, I didn't hear anything, unfortunately. Ben and Jerry's, I, I, I don't expect anything because they, they are out of the company. They are great people. And they have their private life. I'm sure they got so much pressure before the statement, and now they're getting pressure from the other statement. And the company, you know, if, if the CEO took upon himself to do it, I'm sure he's now convincing everybody that uh, he did the right thing, you know, that Israel is bad, and uh, on and on and on. But, uh, and it's a shame. It's a shame, but uh, again, I, I, I want to take care of, of uh, the, my people here. I want to fight this. 
uh, I know everybody's fighting. It became like uh, the fight of all the pro-Israelis organizations. You know, not just ordinary Israelis. I'm here in Israel now, and I have seen Israelis coming out to support you going specifically to purchase more of your ice cream, who understand that in spite of the disagreement we have with Unilever International and the global brand of Ben & Jerry's, here in Israel you are Ben & Jerry's. So I've seen more people purchasing Ben & Jerry's uh, ice creams all over, and that has been a beautiful sight to see, Avi. So my main concern was that uh, everybody's going to go boycott me, go against me, and actually, when it started, I mean, the, the, the first few hours, it's a shame. Everything was so brutal. They broke Ben & Jerry's freezers. You, you know, I saw things I, I couldn't believe. And this is like the favorite uh, brand. But uh, since I came out and more and again and again and again, telling the guys, we are a local Israeli company, 160 employees, farmers behind us. And everybody came out with a statement. If it's the farmers, if it's the milk industry, if it's the, uh, all the other suppliers, and then all the supermarkets, uh, managements came to support. And, and people realized it took them maybe 24 hours that, wait a minute. I mean, it's very complex uh, situation because they, they want to buy cut bangers, they want to, you know, we, we were under major, major attack. But uh, now, as you said, many people are coming and uh, want to show their support, and they want to participate. Uh, it became, I don't think that the country and also the, the, the Jewish organization were united for, for years with uh, the same causes. The, this, I mean, this sparked something that in Israel, People that are willing to fight each other, you know, Likud or not Likud. Politics, right. Everybody is saying, this is something that touched my nerve. I'm not going to just sit still. And I hear I'm getting so many calls from all over the world, you know. Uh, how can we help? How can we help? I said, you know, we are, we are okay. We have to fight. We have to deal with... Uh, Reaching out to Unilever Global and making sure they hear the cries. Yeah, but, but I, I don't want to be the, the one that, uh, you know, promoting... Uh, it's not you, it's other people who care about the factory and about the people. And you're right, this ice cream really lit a fire underneath so many of us in Israel and around the world who see injustice done in the name of justice. Exactly. So, and this is, uh, on one end, it's a political situation. On the other end, it's real. They look at me in my eyes, they look at the employees. So it's, it's like a classic story of an entrepreneur that uh, worked so many years. And people that are with me, the team that are so loyal and work for so many years. And nobody, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, wants to see a big corporation just take those people and throw them uh, right. away. Absolutely. So that, I, I think this is the, one of the main uh, ingredients that sparked the, this whole uh, thing. And, it, and, and it's all over the world. You know, people are calling from China, you know? You know, so at the end of the day, here is the message that was less heard out there. It's not just about opposing the boycott because it's a boycott. It's also about standing up for what's right and good and proper. 
and what you built here, Avi, and I got a chance to get the feel from your office, from your people, you have built something that not only meets the progressive values of Ben & Jerry's, but exceeds them under much tougher conditions here in, in Israel, in the Middle East, even for the, for the purpose of bringing down the right raw materials used for the ice cream or any of the fair trade elements that you mentioned. So we need to stand up, not just because boycott is bad, but also because of everything that's good about what you've been able to build here. One, one last thing, just uh, to give you an example how tougher it is here. So when the pressure really started hard, you know, 95% of my employees are lives here in the southern part of Israel, not too far from Gaza. They were sitting for seven days with the family in the shelters. 24-7, because we get bombs again and again. Even me, that I'm the only one that lives in Tel Aviv, was sitting with my grandchildren in the shelter. And at that time, between running to the shelter, I got the phone calls. You have to do something, you have to stop, you have to stop. And I say, wait a minute, is this real? I mean, we are here, you know, people are getting bombs day after day, sitting with their children, and I have to get the pressure to, to do something against it, you know? So, just to tell you, if you say difficult, I mean, what is difficult? Right. I think this would be a great time for us maybe to go down to the factory and maybe see it and speak with some of your uh, workers, if that would be okay? Perfect. here with Orit Toker. Orit is the Chief Technology Officer here at the Ben & Jerry's factory in the south of Israel. Orit, I'm so happy that you're hosting me here. Yes, yes, we are here. How long have you been working with Ben & Jerry's here in Israel? Oh, I'm, I'm since 97, which is uh, 24 years. Wow. I'm uh, the Chief Technology Officer and I'm working with Avi Zinger. He actually brought this fabulous ice cream uh, to Israel a while ago and I'm here since then. And, and tell me, um, it's, it's not common to have a factory manufacturing Ben & Jerry's ice no, cream. No, 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 not at all. Actually, as I just told you 30 years ago, Avi had or tried this great ice cream and he met Ben and Jerry and he decided to bring it to Israel because I didn't know about this ice cream and most of the Israeli people didn't know about this super premium ice cream and uh, it's, it's obvious uh, because of him we are here and, and the best thing with this ice cream it's not, it's not just a regular place or manufacturing plant that I'm working with why I'm here so many years and not only me so many many people, many employees are here that's working with us many years. Uh, we are really like a small family. Uh, we try to keep it, even though we are growing, growing, growing each year. It's a place with a purpose. It's not just a place of production. It's not, not an issue of just production ice cream. Uh, I'll give you an example, if, if you can see. Yeah, have, I, I, I want to ask okay. you, what makes you so proud about being part of Ben & Jerry's here? It's not just 
a regular ice cream. It's not just a super premium ice cream with, you know, with, with a high fat, with a cream, with a low amount of air and so on. It's not only this. It's a reason. It's working with a place for a reason. What, what do I mean by that? Just a small sample. All our products, all of the ingredients that we are buying are fair trade. As you can see on each product of us, we, we have this uh, symbol of a fair trade organization, uh, meaning every single ingredient that we are buying, like sugar, cocoa, whatever, is fair trade uh, ingredient. We are the only plant that produce uh, fair trade uh, product, food products in Israel. We are the only one. We, we work hard to, to receive this uh, symbol. It's not easy. But this means that all, let's say, all the farmers that raise the cocoa or the vanilla beans or the sugar, whatever, they are not, uh, em them, their employee, are, they cannot employ children, for example. Uh, all, the, all the pesticides that, that are, they're using are uh, good for, for, for the earth, for planet. So, and, and, and there is a cost. The ingredients are much more expensive than regular ones. That raised ingredient is about 20% more. And Avi and, we, we, and Ben and & Jerry's all over, we are paying for that. Uh, uh, and because it's for a reason, it's not, not just like that. And, and also, it's not a plastic, it's a carton, and there are many, many other benefits of working with Ben & Jerry's. Um, we are making a lot of, uh, uh, we have a lot of social missions that we are doing here in Israel. We're working with a, a hospital for children, Schneider Hospital for Children in Petah Tikva. We are working with him also in order to help, you know, the, the really poor guy or the, those people that really need help and, and, and also we are not promoting. It's something that uh, we are very proud of it and it's just part of, of you know, to, to doing the best ice cream in the best way. But at the same but time, Marit, yeah. you control almost half the marketplace in Israel of the family-packed yeah, ice cream. In spite of this being a premium product, in spite of the added cost, that means, Avi explained to us, that you sacrifice a certain yes. element of profit yeah, in order to make this ice cream more accessible yeah. to more people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We are, uh, it's, it's, uh, we are uh, I think, almost 50% of the family pack in Israel. Uh, we are growing and growing and growing. I know that on the other part of the world, the percentages are much, much lower, but we're working very hard and the profit is lower because uh, we want it to, to, that every single people, all the people in Israel can, uh, can buy it. On a personal note, Ori, how did you feel about the statement that Unilever and the board of Ben & Jerry's in Vermont issued about not extending the contract beyond 2022 on a personal level? For somebody who's been actually, here such a long actually, time. Actually, I cannot understand it. Uh, we know few people from the board, they were here, we know them, and I, I think that they don't really understand. Uh, it, it, this is not a, a social reason, In, because the, 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 the result of their decision is that this fabulous ice cream in Israel will gone. 
and, and all the 200 employees here that are great one and, and do and have a great motivation and love this place and come every morning with a smile on their face and they know that the salary they will have it at the end of the month which is not really you know it's not a, a given it's not obvious so so to do such a thing and and close this thing and and as i told you it's not a year or two i'm 24 years there are many people here that are working 10 years 15 years 20 years there are even some people that uh, some employees that came before me so how come you do it for us, for Avi, for this wonderful plan, place? I mean, it's, it's, it's Especially not when it's not justified. It's not at all, not at all, because we are living in Israel. We don't like uh, all the situation with the Palestinians. We know that it's, it's, and it's very complicated and many, many people cannot understand it till the end, this situation. We are suffering here. For example, only in the last year, uh, we, we have some bumps from Gaza. We have to close for a few days. We have the corona this year. So we suffer so much. How come, after this year, how can you do it for us? I mean, it's not a... And at the I end of the understand. day, what does that have to do with ice cream? Ice cream I, is a I great connector. I think there is nothing to do with the political issue to production of ice cream. Even if you, could, you, you not agree with it, to do a boycott, this is something that we didn't... I, I don't understand. Well, I can tell you that I hope that it won't happen. And I can assure you that everybody who's going to watch the show and hear what Avi had to say and what you had to say understands that the boycott is wrong, not just because it's wrong, but also because of what this place represents, the values it stands for, a family, friendship, fair trade, equality, and opportunity. And I hope that we will continue to see this place flourish, not just in 2022, but in the decades beyond. Thank you so much for I your hope, time and your commitment. I hope that uh, this will be the end. Uh, we can never know. Uh, it's a real problem. Thank you so much, Ori. Thank, Thank you. you. So there you have it. We got a chance to glimpse deep into Ben & Jerry's here in the south of Israel. And to understand that standing up to the boycott is not just about standing up to the boycott. Yes, we know the boycotts movement is anti-Semitic, it's anti-Israel, and it's anti-Zionist. But there is much more of a reason to stand up for Ben & Jerry's in Israel. For Ben & Jerry's here has been able to prove itself not just as a place of work, but as a place of family, as you've heard from Orit, from Avi, and from the many other employees of this place. A place that came together to stand up for what's fair, for what's just, and for what's right. And just as an example, we've seen the fair trade that symbolizes not just the ice cream, but the spirit of this place. So in the name of progressive values, we see a political reality in which a progressive place is being downtrodden. So today, the message is clear. Do not commit injustice in the name of justice. Stand up for what's right and proper. And let's make sure that Ben & Jerry's in Israel continues to function and thrive, not just in 2023, but for many decades to come. It's the right thing to do. All the best from Israel.